0: What's going on Bulls fans, welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. On today's episode, we got an update on the players that are down in LA with Zach and Demar. We got 11 players down there, plus Coach Billy Donovan, we're going to talk about what that could possibly mean for the team, and plus, Dragic has officially signed his deal with the Chicago Bulls, he will wear number 7, and the last, we're going to go ahead and get into our season predictions for Dragic. we're going to do all that and more on today's chicago bullson you are now tuned in to chicago bulls central your number one spot for all things chicago bulls hosted by hayes all right bulls fans so we got 11 players being down there with zach Levine. We're, initially we thought it would be maybe five maybe six players but no 11 players have joined zach and Demar down the world, including Zach and DeMar, down in LA to have those team workouts. Those include Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, Tony Bradley, surprisingly, Patrick Williams, Alice Caruso, Derrick Jones Jr., Nikola Vucevic, who a lot of people wondered why he wasn't down there, Io Desumu, Daylon Terry, Javante Green, Kobe White, and Coach Billy Donovan, all down in LA for group workouts. Now again, they can't be anything organized by NBA rules, so do not expect them to be running plays and sets things down there but they are running five on five considering there are 11 players i had said before speculated that you know they're probably doing like old school basketball where you have that one person there's there's an odd person on the team so they they're sub for either team when somebody needs to get out but with that being said this does nothing but bode well for the chicago bulls and what it means for them in their long-term team chemistry and using the chemistry, I'm sorry, the continuity that AK and Eversley were betting on for the Chicago. This is this is just all positive, right? To have this many players to show up to to just random workouts, to be able to be down there together, to work on their game and everything, that shows the closeness of this team. This team has always been a team that has seen that they've been very close. They like each other, they enjoy each other. And from that, hopefully, comes from a team that, that performs better than the sum of their parts. Again, yeah, we're move, missing certain players, like Goran Dragic isn't down there, Andre Drummond isn't down there. Um, there. There there, are some players who, you know, aren't down there, but it, it's fine, right? The, the biggest surprise for me is Tony Bradley, who's down there, who, we talked about this over on Locked on Bulls, and Pat had speculated, hey, what if Tony Bradley does make a leap? I'm not expecting that at all. 24 years old, hasn't really shown much as far as consistency, I'm not expecting that, but Regardless of whatever comes from this, the one thing that it does show is that how much this team does enjoy, respect each other, and and, and enjoys playing with one another. Dalen Terry, especially being the rookie, it's good for him to come into an environment like this for so long. At, at, being a Chicago Bulls fan in this franchise, we knew the toxicity that this franchise had towards the end of the Gar Garpax era. This this shows you how uh, A.K. and Eversley have changed the culture down here in Chicago, and Billy Donovan as well. It's a complete new culture, a complete new feeling. Everything has changed when it comes to the Chicago Bulls team. And I, for one, being a lifelong Chicago Bulls fan, it just feels good. It feels good to be able to see players down there working on their game together. Very often in the offseason, you have players that go off in different, like to the, back to the cities that they are usually spend their offseason in and just kind of do their own thing. We're not seeing that with the Chicago Bulls. We are seeing a team that is that is doing their thing together, growing their game together, working on their game together. Even last season, right? We had players show up about 10 days before the opening of training camp to start working on the game together then. This just continues that it actually takes it to another level. I bet you us, the same amount of players are probably going to show up early um, at for training camp to continue working out together to continue to work on the game this does nothing and again yes it needs to translate to wins and productivity on the basketball court but you have to have things like this that show taking a step in the right direction not only as a team but as a culture and that's what we're seeing from the chicago bulls and i for one am very grateful to see that from my team and the team that i love and i have followed for the majority of my life let me know down below what do you think about it now that the number has grown to 11 11 players plus head coach Billy Donovan all down in L.A. to continue building this into a much better team with a much better culture than what we've had in the Chicago Bulls, in Chicago for the Bulls for the majority of of a long time. Like, the Garpax era ended terribly, and it had a terrible culture around it, so I'm glad to see that continue to improve. Let's go ahead and get into the next topic for today. Goran Drogic has officially signed his deal with the Chicago Bulls. He will wear number seven after that controversy of wondering if he was going to try to wear number one, whatnot. He will wear number seven for the Chicago Bulls. Um, and it's good just to go ahead and have it have it locked up, right? This wasn't anything that was unexpected or anything like that. I actually it's probably more surprising the fact that he just signed his deal, but he hadn't been stateside to physically sign that contract. So he's down, signed that contract. He's officially the Bulls' roster is all but locked in. Now we do have a couple of things, right? Well, mainly one thing: Malcolm Hill, who is still not officially signed. His uh, qualifying offer that was extended to him from the Chicago Bulls, they extended him a two-way player uh, qualifying offer, which is a little bit different than the normal qualifying offer, and so that has led to some speculation on what that could mean, right? Does that mean that maybe him and his agent are trying to find an actual deal out with an NBA team? He did have a heck of a summer league. Malcolm Hill had a solid summer league. Are they thinking that they can maybe find him a deal out to be on somebody's bench, to be on an actual NBA roster, rather than be a two-way player? Maybe it could be something like that. I mean, again, this is all speculative. It's not anything that's been necessarily reported on. I know a lot of Bulls fans, me included, even had said, well, maybe the Bulls should really look, take a look at McCore Maker being that second two way player for them, considering his size, his athleticism, what he can do with putting the ball on the floor. And we'll see if if something maybe goes in that direction. The fact that we haven't had heard anything would tell me probably not. He's probably going to be on the Chicago Bulls G League team. So expect to see McCroll Maker down with the Windy City Bulls. If another team does not scoop him up, that I would love to see. But, you know, the fact that Malcolm Hill has not yet signed his deal, it's really a lot to do about nothing. There's really not much there. Malcolm Hill is not a player that projects to really be getting heavy minutes on the Chicago Bulls. That's why they gave him a two-way contract. It was going to be somebody who primarily probably plays in the G League comes up if there's any injuries things like that but you know with that being said you know some people had said hey bring maker up you know some Bulls fans even you know we tend to be knee jerk reactionary oh bring McCormaker up he needs to be the backup center right now he can possibly take over this listen maker is a project there was never going to be a chance that maker comes in and gets heavy minutes on the actual Chicago Bulls roster even if he does sign a two-way contract now there has been you know could the Bulls potentially cut Tony Bradley's contract Yeah. But if they do that, I think that's more indicative of maybe a bigger deal being done and they need that open roster spot maybe to take back an extra player in a trade or something like that. I don't expect Tony Bradley to be cut to make way for McCormaker. maker. It's not going to be anything like that. If McCormaker is in the Bulls organization next season, it is going to be with the Windy City Bulls more likely than anything else. So be on the lookout for that. I still do and believe in the potential of a McCoy maker, and I still do want to see the Chicago Bulls bring him to their G League team to look at what they can do with him maybe next season after Tony Bradley's contract goes off. Really take a year to really look at him in depth, but we'll see what happens with that. But, you know, to get back on the Goran Drogic signing. Yeah, Goran signed his contract. It's all good. The Bulls locked is all but set in at this point in time right now, which is you know, good. We we know who this roster, we know who we're riding with this season. We still need to see how the roles end up working out. Marco Samanovic, who is not down there in LA working with people because he is playing over in Euro Euro basket. So he's not gonna be he's not gonna be playing uh or be involved in these team workouts that we're seeing other players involved in. But, you know, I would love to see him. He'll probably be one of those players that probably reports early to training camp, gets down there, does some work out, because this could be a heck of a season for Marco to really prove that he can be productive on an NBA level. But again, getting sidetracked, let's get back to Goran Dragic signing with the Chicago Bulls, the signing's made official. So we're going to go ahead and do our 2022-23 season projections for, for our predictions for Goran Drogic. Now, Goran Dragic is a player who played last season for Toronto and Brooklyn. He played in 5 overall games for the Toronto Raptors last season, 16 games for the Brooklyn Nets, so a total of 21 games played for a uh, Goran Dragić last season, averages of 7.5 points per game, 3.1 uh rebounds per game, 4.1 assists per game and a PER of 10, which is not good. That PER is terrible. Now uh, Goran's shooting uh, was was some of the worst of his career. With the Toronto Raptors, he shot the ball overall 38% from the field, 37% from the field for the Brooklyn Nets, and then from three-point range, 28% for the Raptors and 24% for the Brooklyn Nets. It's one of the worst shooting splits of Goran Dragic's entire career. While a a a, a solid career shooter, we saw those shooting numbers fall off very big time for Goran Dragic in that last season, in 2021 22 for him in his 13th season in the NBA. So when you look at it, right, what can Goran Dragic bring to the Chicago Bulls? His defense has, has fallen off every year for like the last five years. Just to go over, he he's, has a career defensive rating of 109.7, but in the last handful of years, so in 2016-17, uh, a defensive rating of 108.8, 1718, 8. 109, 2018, 110, 2, uh, 2019, 112, uh, last season, 113 for both the uh, Miami Heat and the, uh, I'm sorry, the Miami Heat in 2021-22, in, uh, 20, and then for the Toronto Raptors and the Brooklyn Nets last season, 113 again. So we're seeing him, and this this is indicative of players as they age as well, especially players that weren't the most athletic to begin with. He's becoming a, a considerably worse defender in the last handful of years than what he was early in his career when he was getting defensive ratings of it was 106, 108. He had a couple of 106s in there, but still it was higher early in the season as well with 112, 111. So Goran Dragic does not project to be the most solid on the defensive end. What Goran Dragic really does bring to the Chicago Bulls is potentially shooting, especially hitting those wide open shots and his passing. Goran Drogic is a solid passer overall for his career, with career averages of 4.8 assists per game for him for his career. While not huge, not amazing, anything like that, when you look at a player who's going to come in, be a bench player for you potentially, that's solid. Again, solid production off the bench possibly for Goran Dragic. Now, I know it's been a lot made about Goran Dragic and that 20 to 25-minute promise, which I actually debunked here. We did it over on Locked on Bulls as well. That was mistranslated. It was never said that the Bulls guaranteed him 20 to 25 minutes, and I don't expect it. I look at Goran Drogic as being a player that is replacing the Matt Thomas role. He's going to be somebody who can come in, give you solid shooting, hopefully, uh, especially on wide open shots, and he doesn't necessarily hurt you. He can fit into the flow of the offense. He's a veteran. He knows how to, how to run an NBA offense, and that passing is going to be probably solid, even last season with the 4.1 assists per game. Going to be pretty solid for the Chicago Bulls, considering every time Goran's on the floor, he's going to be on the floor with either Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, or Nikola Vucevic. Those are players that also are solid passes, but on top of that, are scoring threats. So, I don't think that Goran Dragic is going to be that you know some people have said oh he's going to be the starter if Lonzo's out I don't foresee that at all I don't think me personally and I could be wrong with this but in my personal opinion I don't see any world in which Goran Dragic is starting over a healthy I assume, and Alice Caruso if Lonzo is out so that 20 to 25 minute guarantee promise that was rumored I don't believe that I never have um so I'm not saying that that's going to be the thing right I don't think that's going to be a thing. I think Goran is coming in to be a solid veteran presence off the bench that if you need to go to because your roster is thin out, because of injuries, people taking rest, things like that, he can come in and fit into the system almost seamlessly and take advantage of the open potential shots he's going to get playing with DeMar, playing with Zach, playing with Nikola Vucevic. Those are the type of things I'm looking for Goran Dragic in his first season with the Chicago Bulls and maybe last season with the Chicago Bulls. That's what I'm expecting. I don't think Goran's going to be the player that gets heavy minutes on this Bulls roster. I just don't see it. I look at the guard depth chart overall. You have Lonzo, you have Zach Levine, especially if Lonzo's healthy. Uh, you got Io, you got Alex Caruso, you got Javante, who's probably going to move back to playing some two slash three um, in the NBA. Dalen Terry, if he does prove to have that energy, athleticism, is probably going to get some guard some minutes guards at the- some minutes at the guard. Damn it, some minutes at the guard as well. So I don't see Goran Dragic as being somebody who's going to come in and play heavy minutes for the Chicago Bulls. I just don't see it. I know that, I think that 20 to 25 minute guarantee rumor that we heard really got people thinking that he's destined to play a bigger role than what he is on the Chicago Bulls, but there's nothing in his splits. There's nothing in his productivity. There's nothing in his efficiency with the player that he is right now that shows me he's a player that should be getting minutes over any any of the other guards on this team. Goran Dragic to me is a depth piece for the Chicago Bulls and it can be a pretty solid depth, depth piece if we need to go to him. But I'm not looking at Gordon. Gorin is limited in the positions that he can play. He's 6'3", 190 pounds and 36 36 years old. You're not pinning him in a position to guard players that are considerably bigger than him. You're not doing that. He doesn't have that defensive versatility. And as we already talked about, he's a player who's gotten worse defensively the last five to six years of his career. So I don't see that. I just don't see the speculation there that Goran Drogic may be starting in, in place of, a, of an injured Lonzo ball. I, I personally just don't see it. Now, again, I know you guys may disagree with me in the comments, but again, I'm just looking at everything, looking at the numbers, looking at the efficiency. There's nothing there that shows me he deserves to start in, over I.O. or Atlas Caruso if Lonzo is not ready to go when the season starts. It, w- it would completely surprise me if they go to him above that. He had a, a single-digit PER for the most part of last season. He had an 8.63 PER rating in his time for the Brooklyn Nets. Now, again, one could say, "Hey, they didn't use him effectively. They didn't put him in the in the best situations." Okay, if you want to go to that, I can see. But he's still a, a player that's efficiency has fallen off. The highest efficiency rating he had was in 2013-14. That dropped to that dropped considerably by five points. The following year, it went back up two points the year after that, then went down three points after that, and he's he's an up-and-down player. I just don't see the efficiency from Goran Dragic that says to me, hey, this is a guy who, because your starting point guard is out, you slide in. Even if you wanted to say, hey, let's keep the chemistry on the bench with keeping Io DeSumo, Alice Caruso coming off the bench just to keep continuity there, I still don't see it. You're hurting your team that way. I'm not looking at Goran Dragic to be a player who comes in and plays heavy minutes for the Chicago Bulls. That's why I may be higher on the signing than some people. I look at him as a player that comes in. He's a veteran at the end of your bench, the back end of your bench that you may see very rarely, but I'm not expecting him to play heavy minutes for the Chicago Bulls. You guys can let me know if you disagree on that down below. I want to hear you guys sound off. But That is pretty much it for today's episode of Chicago Bulls Central. I appreciate you guys so much. Thank you for being the best part of Chicago Bulls Central. You can follow the show at Bull Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, Pod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text and our voicemail, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related because of you guys, not because of me. And like I like to end every episode on, go Bulls. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. And see red, people. See red. Peace.